0: Hello and welcome to another APW Property Podcast and this episode sees us at the start of a brand new year. Uh, So the first thing to say is Happy New Year to our dynamic APW uh, leader, Callum Williamson.
1: Happy New Year. It's, uh, yeah, Happy New Year to you too. Did you um, go out dancing on the town or was it a quiet one?
0: No, it was was very quiet, a little bit of watching telly and usually actually I used to um, when when I was uh, just first in London I used to have a sad miserable bastards New Year's (laughs) Eve party and the qualifications were it was 8 to 11.59 um, and the qualifications were that you had to not have been invited to anywhere else and uh, instead of bring a bottle it was bring a book
1: (laughs) that sounds like quite good fun actually
0: (laughs) they they were they were brilliant it it actually took all of the expectation out of new year's eve which became a much bigger thing in in recent times and people were basically wandering around on new year's eve looking for a good time and and very very disappointed when they failed to find it so uh, it's quite good to actually take the pressure off i think
1: official i agree i think it's yeah it's sort of like anything, you know, you're most excited as you're building up to something or looking forward to it, and actually, quite often, the reaching that point is quite anticlimactic, you know. So the as soon as it goes midnight and everyone sings and kisses and whatever it may be, then it's sort of like, well, what do we do now? You you carry on and wake up with a sore head, or go to bed, or the better option still is just go to bed at ten in the evening and uh, wake up feeling feeling great the next day.
0: Well, I can recommend those sad, miserable bastards, New Year's Eve parties. Um, So uh, anyway, what do we think? Are we glad to get rid of the old year, 2023? Uh, Goodbye, good riddance.
1: Yeah, I think it's always a tricky question, isn't it? You know, not only is a year quite a long time full of ups and downs, but also your own ups and downs might not coincide with everyone else's.
0: Yeah, that's point taken. Um, you never know what uh, people have endured or suffered during a year, so um, you could take your own success with with a pinch of salt, really, and and be empathetic to others. But okay, well, let's start with APW then. What, what kind of year was it for APW?
1: It was, I guess, the the first proper full year in the sort of post COVID world. want to call it that you know so it was the first full year back to doing what we do best and doing what we used to do which is spending face-to-face time with with people and putting on property meets and all that sort of stuff so that was pretty positive and it's allowed us to get back to yeah looking after clients properly so we grew the team quite a lot you know we had you know a couple of different new offices we had an office down in cardiff that's um you know that was pretty exciting with some good guys working there lots of new clients coming on board and you know despite sort of what was in the papers and in the headlines a lot of 2023 lots of people still made very good buying decisions that they'll thank themselves for in the future so yeah it's been a it's been a good year so um happy for it and hopefully we can sort of build on that we've got big plans for the events going into into the rest of this year so
0: how did it work because you were based in cardiff for a lot of the year how did it work with you being in the uk were you able to to connect with with different people different businesses i know you you were able to do face-to-face stuff with your developers that you work with and you're in partnership with how was that
1: yeah well that was the sort of the the concept behind going back and spending a bit more time in the uk was to you know obviously all of our clients are overseas and so that's pretty easy to do from our offices that are overseas and so yeah the idea of the the Cardiff approach and spending time there was to to build the other the other end of the the process i guess which is working with developers and and all those people that are based in the uk so it was a good good opportunity to you know to meet new developers and do the dd on their projects and deliver some of our our own projects and also try and produce more video content for clients to see because people always appreciate it when you know we can talk them through a location or a property type or whatever it may be but then if you can if you can show them that in a video as well where we actually go to the site and show them how it works and all that sort of stuff i think people appreciate that so yeah it was good from a from a business perspective for sure
0: so where were the highlight developments for you what what was what stood out
1: Oh well, I think um, you know the the regions, Midlands and, and further north were sort of the key highlight areas. You still saw a lot of you know increases in in rental growth there. Not so much property prices, but you know Birmingham, Nottingham, Derby, Ipswich. We had a a nice project in in Derby, which is an old mill conversion. That was pretty exciting, and it's uh, you know full of character, that sort of thing. And then. Just the sort of locations that you know probably most property investors or people that are interested in property know about now and are probably sick and tired of hearing about places like Birmingham and Manchester. But you always hear about them for a reason, right? Because they've got strong, strong pie population, infrastructure, employment, as we always say, and they they do the basics very well. You know, so uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of good good um, developments and projects out there and. It's been exciting working with new developers and bringing those products to our clients, you know.
0: Has it been a tricky year for property investment, do you think?
1: Hmm. I mean, yes and no, right? I mean, I guess it always depends on on your frame. What's the lens that you're looking at it through? Uh, If you, you know, there's a picture, I don't know, might be AI picture, but I'm pretty sure it's real. It's a picture of Prince William, from the side and he's got his hand out and he's holding up a finger and it looks like he's holding up a middle finger. And then they show the picture from the front and actually it's not his middle finger, you know, so it's an example of the frame. You look at something through will determine how you interpret it. So I think, has it been a tricky year? You know, yes. For some people that have been on tracker mortgages that perhaps have higher value properties or lower deposit sizes. Yeah. Of course it's been tricky, but then, On the other side of that, if you're someone that's you know has those clear goals and has a long-term vision and strategy, then it's represented a bit of a buying opportunity with prices coming down. So, yeah, it's been ups and downs, but yeah, I think it depends on on your lens. I think it's been I think it's been a good year. You know, we we always say never a good time, never a bad time to buy, as long as you doing your DD, your research and you're you know, buying where the fundamentals are strong. I think it's people always look at the UK property market as a whole. It's not, it's very, very regional. And even within the regions, it's towns and cities and within towns and cities, it's suburbs or streets or whatever it may be. So you, um, there's always a good place and there's always a bad place, I guess. So yeah, ups and downs, but what's your frame?
0: Yes I've I've heard you say before as well it's not timing the market it's time in the market uh, which is uh, uh, with the long term lens that that's that's the thing that can steady the ship as it were but like you say yes those tracker mortgages and and uh, the increase in mortgage rates took a lot of people by uh, by surprise uh, but let's have a look back at 2023 and and just sort of s- go through some of the things that went on what happened at the start of the year?
1: Yeah, so start of the year, we had the hangover from the, <laughs> the Liz Trust and Quasi Kwarteng autumn statement. You know, a couple of podcasts ago, it was a very different statement to the one that we had the previous year. So the markets were spooked and rightly so, borrowing costs were spiking and predictions were for rates to go over 6%.
0: Yeah, that's the the Bank of England base rate was, yeah, the predictions were almost as much as 7, weren't they? 6.75, somewhere around there. The first rate rise of the year in 2023 was from 3.5% to 4%. Uh, and then it also, the Bank of England Monetary Policy Committee meetings, they also jacked it up further during the year. So uh, it was 5.25% by November. And the CPIH inflation, that's the consumer price index, including housing costs inflation, started the year at 8.8, was down to 4.7% by October. House prices, what happened there, Callum?
1: House prices, January 2023, according to the ONS, that's the Office for National Statistics, the average house price was £289,819 and the annual house price index was running at 6.3%. That's the the change in the previous 12 months. The monthly figure for January was a 1.1% drop. By September the average house price was 291,000 pounds. The annual house price change was positive 0.1% and the monthly drop was half a percent.
0: Yeah, so uh, uh, that's the ONS which follows the land registry now. This registers actual sales um, and it tends to lag behind what's actually going on in the market at the time. So there's a slight caveat with some of those figures. Um, I had a look back at the forecast podcast we did at the beginning of the year. Uh, Most forecasters were suggesting a house price fall of between 5% and 10% across the year. So that ONS data, it includes some of the peak house price, which was autumn of last year or August, I think it was, just saw in the Guardian, uh, uh, read uh, this. Prices held up slightly better than expected in 2023, according to Savills, as mortgage markets settled over the spring and autumn months after the chaos unleashed by Liz Truss's mini budget just over a year ago. Property values are estimated to be down a total of 7% since the autumn of last year to the end of 2023. So what's your take on the, the house price numbers?
1: Hmm. Yeah, well, I think, you know, firstly, it sort of goes to show the, if you have a long enough time scale, you know, things, you can take things in your stride. I mean, the Liz Trust thing was a was an absolute disaster and everything was going to the dogs when, when that was happening. But, you know, here we are 14, 15 months later, whatever, and actually, you know, we're back to a sort of semi-reasonable position. So... What's the take on the house price numbers? I mean, I think it's it's done what we've all expected. You know, as, as interest rates have gone up, repayments have have become more expensive, and people have not been able to afford the repayments on larger homes. So prices have come down. You know, and I think we're sort of heading into a positive position now, where rates are holding and potentially coming down later in the year, the middle of the year. So you know, actually. It's um, it's pretty positive. I think you know, as long as you can, you have that long term view.
0: You can uh, keep yourself up to date by looking at Stuart's uh, market wrap, which is on YouTube every week, uh, and also listen to the Market Moses that we do, where we look back at the the latest month. So, uh, do you remember the race for space? Because that was, you know, we've had a change in attitude from uh, earlier times.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a long way from from COVID. You know, you've got work from home is diminishing. City centres are attractive again. Flats are attractive again. You do still have some hangover or some perhaps permanent changes in the way we work with work from home, even, you know, one day a week, still allowing people to be a bit further away and commit to longer commutes. You know, regional variations, expensive properties take a bigger hit from higher mortgage rates. And I was actually, you know, talking to a client recently and they were they were talking about buying in London you know and I was saying well actually I think if there's any you know if there's a good time to buy a London property it's it's at the moment because it's sort of been hit the hardest by the whole race for space COVID and then the high interest rates so London has you know has fallen and, and actually represents a pretty good buying opportunity I think so it just goes to show again you know that was Three four years ago and and now it's on on the up again so it's regional and and you know try not to get sucked into the mania or whatever the phase is at the time
0: and the mortgage market has that recovered it was obviously in a big panic at the start of the year um are we seeing a return to normal borrowing conditions
1: i think so in in november the number of mortgage products on the market hit its highest level since march 2008 when there were 5,678 available, according to MoneyFacts. There's good news for those with smaller deposits. There were 250 products for 95% LTV and 700 products for those with a 10% deposit. Also, mortgage deals are available for longer, showing that the market is settling down. And there's a good um, graphic from Savills that shows there you know, what rates have done the past 10 years and where they see them going over the next few years. And, you know, it's all pretty positive with rates coming back down again. So um, it is going in the right direction.
0: Okay. The geopolitics of 2023 was pretty grim though, wasn't it?
1: It was, yeah. Um, you know, it's a, sort of not, not really great reading, but, you know, war in Ukraine, war in, in Gaza, economic stagnation looming, uh, though, you know, the UK's done better than the forecast was suggesting. Energy crisis, which is sub- subsided a bit, but still lurking. Climate change still an issue. Cost of living crisis going, but uh, employment in the UK is holding steady. So, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot going on, but, you know, again, not to belittle any of these things, but there's always, um, you know, things that are affecting economies and, and global politics. So, Again, what's your your lens and your frame?
0: Yes, I mean, so over that year, Rishi Sunak and Jeremy Hunt have uh, appeared to stabilise things uh, a bit in the UK, a bit constrained on how much cash they can splash about. Um, we're now heading into election years both here and in the US. Elections elsewhere, such as Argentina and Holland, have been a bit troubling with... Uh, it seems a bit, you know, electorates are all going a bit boaty McBoatface, aren't they? All kind of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's been interesting to see, you know, and I think elections always throw a bit of uncertainty into the mix, and that's obviously not what investors like. We like stability, uh, but there's always buying opportunities out there. You know, when things change, newer opportunities arise.
0: Okay. Well, final thoughts or New Year's resolutions.
1: New Year's resolutions, well, I think um final thoughts. I think it's looking a lot more positive going into this year from a property buying perspective, prices rising, interest rates coming down. So that's positive for everyone. You know, if you do have plans to buy and it's something you've been thinking about, make sure it's on your New Year's resolutions list and and do something about it because um, you know, time will pass whether you do something about it or not. And You know, there's no better time than to try and set yourself up for some future green lights, as Matthew McConaughey says, than now.
0: Okay. And what's your New Year's resolution for APW?
1: For APW, well, you know, we'd just like to continue doing what we're doing. Ideally, it would be, you know, great to keep growing the podcast and the sort of YouTube channel so that we can get the message out there about UK property to more and more people and, and hopefully... Uh, help more people you know we had a, a I spoke to a client just before Christmas so, well not a client actually he was a he's a uh, gent in uh, Norway and we spoke to him about buying and he was sort of weighing up whether to buy in Norway or the UK at the time and you know we had a good chat with him and he um he said look I've made my decision and, and went and did his stuff and I called him again six months later and he sort of said well I decided to buy in Norway you know because you gave you gave us such sort of open feedback on the two markets and where you thought they were going That you helped me make the decision so you know as long as we're sort of helping people then we're happy with that
0: well that's a positive note to end on there uh, as usual um so fingers crossed for, for 2024 next week we're going to be doing a roundup of all the prediction forecasts from uh, various different Uh, institutions Uh, so we'll have a look at what everyone is saying is going to be happening in 2024 and we can see if there's a glimmer of sunlight on the horizon uh, or the light at the end of the tunnel or whether the man in the sea is in fact just waving Uh, so uh, till then it's uh, goodbye from Callum
1: goodbye Paul
0: and uh, it's goodbye from me my name is Paul Shearer have a lovely day and thanks as ever to our producer Emma Holton. All that remains is for us to wish you all a happy new year. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast series produced for APW by Emma Holton at Brilliant Audio. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, hit like, share it with your friends. If you didn't, keep stum. You can find more episodes in all your usual podcast places.